One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Okay, sing along if you know the words. Uh, Thanksgiving's the time for cranberries. <laughs> uh, pilgrims and stuffing and cranberries. They're red, juicy, very sour cranberries. <laughs> Make Thanksgiving what it is to me. Cranberries. What about the turkey? Yeah, but what about the gravy? Yo, it's a thick, brown, lumpy, bumpy gravy. It's better than what they serve to in the Navy. And uh, did I mention that I love cranberries, the berries of cran? I love turkey! Yes, but what about the cranberries and things that rhyme with cranberry? Help me out, dog, some of our cranberries. Oh, turkey! No! Turkey! Ah. Don't forget the yummy, yummy turkey! 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 Enough with the singing! Turkey, now! Ruff, ruff, hoof, ruff! Bow, wow, 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 yaw! Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon! Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Alex. And today we're talking about an episode of Cat Dog called Talking Turkey. Oof. <laughs> made for the uh thanksgiving holiday you know yeah presumably yeah it's november yeah. there's it, it uh, premiered just a few days before thanksgiving of that year it right was, uh november 21st 1999 yeah so like four days shy of thanksgiving yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i think there, i think we've both got a lot to say about this one and <laughs> i don't know how you felt about it, Alex, but... Uh, Did you like Cat Dog? Uh, honestly, it's sort of a I don't know, blank spot in my mind. I mean, I <laughs> I sort of liked it, but... Or I remember seeing, like, every episode. Yeah. But I don't remember loving it for any reason. <laughs> it was just sort of on. So... And that's... Know. That is the... To me, that's the worst. <laughs> stuff, stuff that is so uh, in the middle yeah. that I could just be on and... You don't even remember a thing about it. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. I think, I think I have some good things to say about it. Yeah, I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. I'm, I'm happy you do, because I, I absolutely don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had to sit through this thing three times. <laughs> um, okay, well, so as we like to do, let's take a look back. Uh, as you mentioned, it's November of uh, 1999. The date is November 21st, 1999. It's a Sunday. Um, and there's there's some stuff going on that month. Uh, so Australians voted uh, in November of 1999 to keep the British monarch as the head of their state. Uh, huh. Seems like an odd choice. Yeah, I wonder what the attachment is. <laughs> uh, November 11th, uh, it says, was the last upside down date until January 1st, 6,000. Uh, and I... I looked a lot into this, and there really isn't a lot out there, but I think it's just the idea that if you flip the uh, date upside down, it still could be read as a date. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get if you had a font that just had ones as, like, simple lines, yeah. You know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It seems meaningless, and it doesn't seem like people really care about it, but... <laughs> Uh, it came up. It came up as the last upside down date for you know another four thousand years. Uh, you guys remember Elian Gonzalez? 
Yeah. 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 So this uh, November 1999 is when Elian and his mom um, left Cuba. And that that was like the whole year of 2000 was like this debate of whether Elian Elian should stay in Florida or go back to Cuba. Uh, His mom passed away on the voyage, but he made it to Cuba. And so this was like a U.S. government issue. Yeah. I wonder what's going on with him now. Uh, The last I saw was like a couple years ago. He had joined the communist party of cuba he's like he's into politics and he's not a friend of the u.s (laughs) i don't know um how do you like me now the single by toby keith is released that month and while it wasn't number one that month it would go on to be the billboard song of 2000 how do you like me now (laughs) oh yeah now that he's on his way Um, John Carpenter becomes the first player on ABC's uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire to win $1 million. Wow. I didn't know that. That's weird. Um, <laughs> that his name was John Carpenter? Oh. I, I guess I Yeah, was, I just assumed I was on, the real... I was, yeah, I was uh, automatically thinking you were talking about the Purely director. coincidence, no. Uh, he's, a, he's an IRS agent, um, but yeah, I, I remember that Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was on for a long time and nobody was winning the million. And it was getting to be like, you know, let's either let's get someone to win it or cancel this thing. (laughs) And I remember being very excited. Uh, I did. I did find the question that he won the million on. So he used no Mm -hmm. lifelines, if you remember. Um, And (laughs) I remember remember this vividly. Um, So the question was, which of these U.S. presidents appeared on the television series Laughing? A. Lyndon Johnson. B. Richard Nixon. C, Jimmy Carter, or D, Gerald Ford? Uh, at which point, John Carpenter used a lifeline to call his dad, but not to ask, just to tell his dad <laughs> he was about to win a million dollars, which was a real baller move. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I bet Regis was like, you son of a B. <laughs> Regis deserved it. <laughs> yeah. He's a jerk. Uh, any guess on that question? Do you know the answer? Um, I don't know it. I'm going to guess... Man... I'm gonna guess Jimmy Carter. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember <laughs> what you said, honestly. It was all people that are old enough that I was thinking, man, the only person that would get this question is somebody that's way older than I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the correct answer was Richard Nixon. That's huh. what won him the million dollars. That's uh, strange. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit about November uh, of 1999. Um, number one movies that month: The Bone Collector. Hmm. Uh, Pokemon, the first movie. Mm-hmm. James Bond, The World Is Not Enough. And Toy Story 2. Hmm. Man, now these uh, this late date is feeling weird. Like, yeah. now this stuff feels, like, way more recent all of a sudden. Yeah, recent enough. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, because we, about a month ago, we did Scaredy Pants. And that actually was just a month before this episode. Oh, huh. um, So there's a lot of... Yeah, uh, Toy Story <laughs> 2 and James Bond, yeah, feels recent. Uh, of those, what would you go with? Probably Toy Story 2, and not enthusiastically <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would pick the same. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely, Toy Story 2. Um, I was not a big fan of the James uh, Pierce Brosnan, no. James Bond. Yeah. Just didn't do it for me. A little sleek, a <laughs> little sleazy. <laughs> Uh, song that month, carrying over from October, uh, with Spongebob Scaredy Pants, 
Santana's Smooth featuring mm. Rob Thomas. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would it would have a long dominant reign at the top yeah. of the charts. <laughs> yes. uh, and finally, video games for November of 1999. Medal of Honor comes out for PS1. Tomb Raider: The Last Revelation for PS1 comes out. Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a good one. Also, South Park Rally 64. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't remember that one, but <laughs> that was the one South Park game I think for 64 I didn't really play that much. Mm. Yeah. Mario Kart was just so good. I mean, <laughs> what yeah. do you need? What's another? the need for anything <laughs> else? Yeah. Um. So, that's uh that's. November of 1999. Mm. Uh, and as it turns Good, out, uh, uh, as it turns out, a very poor episode of television aired <laughs> that month as well. <laughs> it's called Talking Turkey. Wow. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm that, that hard on it, but uh, want to jump in? If we must. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it starts out with a dog going down a list of all the things he wants to be thankful for for the year. And, you know, that's nice. Uh, it's a, a very nice, nice sentiment. Way. Yeah, it's a nice way to start the episode. <laughs> um, but immediately, you know, Cat kind of um, does the exact opposite, but he's in it for the turkey. Yeah. So interesting kind of thing here, because I feel like this is usually uh, reserved for Christmas episodes of things, mm-hmm. where you're like, really about the presents, you know? Yeah. Never really heard uh, so much about the turkey that you just forget about being thankful together. Yeah, obsessing over the turkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, turkey delivery man arrives, who mm-hmm. they've been waiting, or they paid months ago in preparation, and unfortunately their check bounced. Believe me, dog, nothing makes orphans happier than me eating turkey. And that scrumptious bird should be arriving right about now! Happy Thanksgiving from the House of Meat and Poultry. Hmm. Hey, Sunshine! Where's our turkey? No turkey for you. What? I I ordered it two weeks ago. I, I gave you a check! Your check bounced. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, this looks like a perfect time to visit that orphanage. (laughs) No turkey. No turkey. We can't have Thanksgiving without a turkey. So this year... There will be no turkey, I'm afraid. A couple questions. One, do you guys like turkey? I love turkey. (laughs) I think it's probably the best meat. Oh, no. Um, Maybe, I mean, all around. Like, if you're considering everything about it, not just the taste. I think you and I are going to be on different pages today. Oh, man. Okay. I'm big on the, the dark meat. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the white meat's a little dry. Very oh. dry. Meh. <laughs> I think part of the problem is it's hard to really make a good turkey. I mm-hmm. mean, I've had it before where the whole thing was perfect all the way through. Every single bite, you're like, yeah. you're loving it. So Juicy. it is It is something you look forward to at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. 
No, not, not... When, it, when it's good, there's no stopping it. Yeah. It's just very hard to make that perfect turkey. I, I, and maybe it's I'm a victim of my upbringing because mm. it was really a lot of <laughs> pasta oh, wow. and uh, wedding soup. And uh, and so these, these things, I always wanted those rather than the turkey. Yeah. And I, So I never get excited about it. The, <laughs> the idea of being obsessed with the turkey on Thanksgiving doesn't resonate with me. Huh. Um, did you have any type of meat or is it, was there it was strictly... turkey. Oh, I it, see. It, no one ever, and it was never finished. Oh. Um, mm. you know, yeah. So th- we did make turkey. Yeah. But that's uh, interesting. Pasta is your uh, <laughs> number one Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're just talking turkey here. <laughs> talking turkey. <laughs> um, so, uh, while dogs suggest that they visit an orphanage for the day, mm-hmm. since they have nothing else to do, seemingly, which is <laughs> another nice thing to do, um, Cat just can't let go of that turkey. So he's just sitting around kind of obsessing over it. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we clip over to the greaser dogs here for like a moment, which is... This is a weird yeah. kind of thing that happened here. A weird this, cutaway. Yeah. It seemed totally unrelated, and like it was almost like maybe a last-minute thought and thrown in there. I have to tell you, this is how I felt about most of the episode, <laughs> that there's just weird scenes that don't <laughs> seem to work together, and um, I just hate these characters so much. Oh, man. <laughs> the greaser dogs... Cat is unlikable. The greaser dogs are unlikable. Uh, I hate the voice acting. I'm sorry to be so Jeez. down on it, but I think the voice acting is fine. I mean, oh. it's good. Probably the best part of the show. Not that it's like something amazing, it, but compared to the other elements, I think it's like not bad. Mm. They're real extremes and sort of like over the top ridiculous on <laughs> some of the characters. Like the one, the taller, lanky. I don't know. What uh? What his name is? One of the greasers. Um, Mervis. <laughs> What's it? Yes. I think it's Mer- Mervis presents the turkey map. So instead of oh, a turkey, yeah, it is him. Yeah. Um, it's a map of the country turkey, which if it made if it made which he's sense, baked as well. <laughs> that I will give. Uh, you know, I give that top joke. I give it credit for that. It's turkey time already. This will be the bestest Thanksgiving ever. What the heck is it? It's turkey. See, there's Istanbul and Stuffingburg. Plume, you knucklehead! You roasted a map of turkey for Thanksgiving? Should I have boiled it? Not that it was a great joke, it was just like a slight moment of. Okay, this is, you know, kind of funny. All right. <laughs> you know, the the jokes aren't so sophisticated on Cat Dog. They're not yeah. sophisticated at all. <laughs> all right, let's all right. let's keep going. All right. So they uh, Cat Dog is at we go back to Cat Dog at home and they put on the Thanksgiving Day parade and through a series on the TV. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And through a series of like Kind of ridiculous mishaps involving Mayor Rancid Rabbit, mm-hmm. who's a regular character that's... He's one of the lower <laughs> tier characters for me, cool. but um, he uh, accidentally sets this turkey free, who's like... Um, 
being confined to the float. Walt. Yeah. So yeah. he's the real turkey in the parade. And then Rancid yeah. Rabbit says that he's also going to be the turkey that he's going to eat. Uh, this was another kind of ridiculous scene, though. Just the whole series of events leading up to the turkey getting freed. Yeah. Uh, just almost like a um, like one of those machines that like a mouse trap thing, mm-hmm. where it's like things keep happening. Rube ex- Goldberg. Yeah. 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 And there's beloved mayor Rancid Rabbit. Greetings, ordinary townspeople. Hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I know I will, because after the parade, I get to eat this beautiful bird. Gee, that turkey's not going to have a very nice Thanksgiving. The turkey keeps witnessing things in the parade where other turkeys, whether it's a float or something, is getting decapitated. Yeah. Um, And it's a weird sequence because we start on the couch with cat dog watching tv and then we cut to the tv and then we're just there then we're just at the parade i kept waiting for them to cut back to cat dog but no we're just we're now we're at the parade the first time i watched this episode not an exaggeration i felt like i was on drugs because the scenes would just like flow into like nothingness (laughs) they were so random yeah i know what you mean uh that was very strange and like it's another kind of moment where you do get like sucked out of the episode or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so choppy and weird. Yeah. Kind of. Um, so we get back to cat dog and while dogs choosing to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. instead of Turkey, um, the Turkey shows up at the door from the parade. Walt. So, yes. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Door to door salesman there. Ooh, hello. Hello gentlemen. My name's Walt. Uh, could I interest you in... Come on in! <laughs> he stole a, a, mime, a, a mime costume, correct? I guess it was a mime. Yeah. I thought it was, like, supposed to be a French person. That's what well. I thought, too, but now that you mention the mimes, I mean, they were in the parade. Yeah. Oh. And they were like, Cause you wanted mimes. Yeah, so and, dog, and Dog oh, yeah. starts doing his mime impression. Yeah. So, Walt, Cat knows immediately he's a turkey dog believes this is a mime <laughs> yeah and when cat sees the turkey this is like he realizes this is his opportunity to have a turkey <laughs> in spite of him being able to talk and you know he wants to kill him anyway yeah um and it, again just another big jump you go from them watching the parade on the television to the parade this turkey just happens to show up at their door and they seem to live in pretty rural wherever <laughs> and then you also have the cops and stuff Another random thing where the cops are, like, driving around frantically looking for Walt the turkey. a strange... Another strange moment. And then you don't see them for another ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so, Cat <laughs> uh, starts chasing down the turkey to try to kill him, yeah. and uh, finally he kind of, like, sees himself in the turkey. Uh, you know, he... Yeah. Like, it imagines takes, himself being chased by the greaser dogs and being in the same position as him. It takes a lot of time, though. I mean, Cat, there's a good three, four minute stretch where Cat <laughs> is trying to straight up murder Walt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and these scenes, these long scenes are kind of not, they never <laughs> are quite like push it as far as I think they should. It always seems a little just like held back. Yeah. Like the, even the parade, like even as these things are happening in order... It doesn't no, feel interesting. Nothing's flushed out. 
Yeah. It's like the writers were sitting around around the room with a quick idea, and they just like stop there and they're like, all right, so what's the next <laughs> thing that happens? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's uh, well, let's talk about Turkeyburg, <laughs> right? Because that's where we're headed. <laughs> um. Oh, I I just did. I didn't even like get into Turkey Bird. <laughs> this is like an imaginary place. That I don't the think turkeys, so. Well, he, okay. As okay. of right now, we think it's an imaginary place that the turkey wants to go to, like a right. turkey heaven, right? You know, if you will. Yeah. Well, well, this is Walt's goal. He's telling Cat Dog, "I want to go to Turkey Bird. Yeah. It's beautiful." And if you could just hide me tonight, I could sneak out tomorrow, and maybe then I could get to Turkey Bird. Turkey Oh, it's the most wonderful place where turkeys run wild and free. No one hurts us, no one hates us, no one wants to eat us. Turkey bird. Interestingly, though, I thought the uh, animation sequence of Turkey Bird was probably the best part in the episode. It was. It was, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. the most interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all of a sudden, Cat's dog's friends show up. Mervis and Dunlap. Wait, um, be- before this uh, is maybe the only moment in the episode I liked, uh, which is when they were scrambling to uh, find a. Walt is trying to find a place to hide while Cat's trying to kill him. Yeah, uh, and they, oh, they yeah. pull out the piano, and there's a pig <laughs> back there from the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah, that was that was maybe. There's, I think, two parts where I genu- genuinely laughed, and that was one. Interesting, because it has nothing to do with the story whatsoever, <laughs> <Yeah>. but... <laughs> right, right. I, I'd be more intrigued with an episode where they were uh, saving things related to holidays and hiding it behind this piano. <laughs> yeah. To me, that that's a better story, but... Uh... It actually seemed like the most... One of the most realized parts of the episode, like the pig had a whole room full of food back <laughs> yeah. there. It's like, wow, yeah. somebody actually thought this moment out. Yeah, bunker. And as the pig's <laughs> leaving, he's, he, well, we can hear it here. You can hide in here. Is the 4th of July barbecue over yet? Oops, sorry, forgot about him. Coast is clear. It's Thanksgiving. Good luck, turkey. <laughs> Yeah, so he wishes, he wishes the turkey good luck. <laughs> um, okay, so cat dogs friends show up. I guess they were expecting them, like they always have a Thanksgiving yeah. get together. Is my understanding. Yeah. Um, and at this point, they disguise Walt as Louis the Fourteenth. Oh, this is our new friend, Walt the Fourteenth. To keep him from being eaten. Walt the 14th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's dressed in French monarch yeah, yeah. wardrobe. Um, and moments later, the greasers also show up demanding turkey. So yeah. fi- so the greasers are finally back from their like, one moment of yeah. airtime earlier. Yeah. Um, this was maybe the most ridiculous part of the episode to me, was this like half-baked song. That cat sings. The one we heard at the start of the episode. Yes. <laughs> it's. Oh, man. Yeah, it just moves in every which direction. Um, this, uh, this song, though, like, he. I, ke- I kept thinking that it was going to go into, like, an actual song. Yeah. And it just never got no, there. No. It just... 
it's, it's I think it serves the purpose of just simply a distraction. Yeah. You no know, cat panicking. Take up about 30 seconds of the episode I get of yeah, airtime. Yeah. Uh, very weird. So, yeah, so they get through this song, and Dog suggests they go play football for, like, another just trying to, I guess, distract the others from being hungry and thinking about turkey. Yeah, the greaser dogs say, oh, what a great idea. And, uh, I mean, that is what they do. They go outside in the episode, and they start playing football. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, Well, Walt, like, dressed up, said, like, I've got a plan, I need ten minutes. Yeah. So between playing the song and... Playing oh, football, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. supposed to like stretch the time. They're delaying. Whatever. Okay. They're delaying. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, I I didn't even know where he was during this. Like during the football game, what was he doing? The Walt. Walt. Yeah. Yeah, he was already I, dressed up. What was he doing? They don't really explain it. I've put it together myself, but we haven't got there yet. So right. just keep moving. <laughs> okay. Um. So the uh. So while they're playing football, the mayor shows up with the cops. Mm-hmm. And they and he throws Eddie the squirrel, who they're using as the football, um, at the turkey, and the disguise <laughs> falls off of him. So they discover that it's the turkey finally, right? And start chasing after. Can him. you tell us now what he was doing? Um, no, it really carries <laughs> on into like the last. Uh, okay, we'll come back. We'll come back. So. <laughs> Might I add though that the football that they're throwing is actually one of the. Greaser yeah, dogs, which was... is I think a squirrel. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Eddie the squirrel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So okay, <laughs> so Cat Dog uh, helps Walt escape, and by by them dressing up as a turkey to lure the others off, so that you know Walt can get away while they're not looking. Yeah. So they're <laughs> they're a decoy. Yeah. They've thrown on a bunch of garbage, and uh, they're pretending to be Walt. So, Walt gets away, you know, mm-hmm. thankfully. Cat mm-hmm. <laughs> finally discovers the true meaning of Thanksgiving. Yes. Dog, you were right. There is a lot more to Thanksgiving than turkey. And I've got to admit, after helping out Walt, I feel hungry for stuffing. And, uh, and... Except, okay, he, so, except he doesn't. Be, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we go back to the house now for the very end... And there's a peanut butter and jelly turkey there yeah. that I guess was made by one of them at some point. I'm I... assuming that's what Walt was doing. Oh, okay. Was making this <laughs> peanut butter and jelly turkey the whole time okay. while they were messing around. <laughs> Do you know how hard you'd have to work as a kid to put that together? Oh, I know. I'm, I'm a full grown man. <laughs> And I needed you to explain that to me. And I watched the episode three times. Um, finally, Cat Dog is strapped to the table in place of the turkey, as if all their friends are going to eat them. Right. And then we cut out. I and, mean, and then and we that, go. That's it. And this is why, like, <laughs> so I don't think Cat learns his lesson, because as you hear here in the clip. Well, Cat, how is your Thanksgiving list coming? Well, I'm down to one thing to be thankful for. They're starting to carve on your end. Bulp. Uh, the last line of the episode is Cat being happy that they're going to carve Dog up. So, <laughs> And I think it's always been somewhat of my problem with Cat Dog that it always seems a little too mean-spirited to me. Uh, Cat, in particular, is pretty mm-hmm. mean-spirited, I think. That even when there's... L- Cat has a redeeming moment. He sympathizes with Walt. He, he uh, covers and decoys for Walt. 
And then instead of having a nice Thanksgiving <laughs> end of the episode where everybody can kind of just have a good... I want that moment at the end where they're sitting around the table as buds and <laughs> enjoying Thanksgiving, but instead here's Cat making a <laughs> snide comment to, to Dog. Be, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like that doesn't even bother me because I can't get that far. Like everything else about the episodes <laughs> bothers me so much that I like that's just you know secondary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to pick it apart that deeply. Yeah. Um, but that was just. Like, the ending itself was just so odd. I mean, yeah. it ends with them, I guess, pret- I, I guess we have to assume they're pretending to eat cat dog. It's just a, it's just a non-ending. Because, of, because it, yeah, because of course they're not eating cat yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, It's like, what did they, why did they strap them to the table? So they're, you know, they are seriously joke? executing a joke, and then, yeah. and then what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's a little interesting because it almost loops back around to where the pig was found, where this obviously happened on Fourth of July once already. Oh in, yeah, in some yeah. aspect. Now they're looping back around. Cat hasn't learned a thing again. Yeah, and and not not to mention this episode just doesn't have any Thanksgiving vibes. The closest I think it comes is the Macy's Day type parade, um, but it doesn't give me any Thanksgiving feeling at all it's like they chose the turkey as the main point yeah they have the parade they play football which is kind of a thanksgiving thing i feel like it's painted in thanksgiving strokes but like it's that uh (laughs) but it never quite like realizes anything never it's real like about the holiday or um, it doesn't approach charlie brown territory no no it's just like it is like uh with the football like Oh, Thanksgiving and football go together. Yeah, we'll shove it in here somehow. <laughs> that makes no sense, really. You know, is it? Awesome. Just bring it up, and we don't we don't always talk about this, but the name of the episode, "Talking <laughs> Turkey," and I was just thinking there was oh. a million better names. I didn't even get it until just now. Like he's a talking turkey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seems uninspired. <laughs> but also, they're, you know, but yeah. also it's like talking turkey, except yeah. they're not really talking no, turkey. No, no. They're just upset that they don't have one, but... And the other the other version of that, that there's a talking turkey, who cares? Every <laughs> character on the show's an animal talking. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm just call the episode Walt. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, um, you know what? My one defense of this is that it is a full half-hour episode, and most of them are just 15-minute mm, ones. Yeah. So, they had to stretch it. Yeah, it's possible they just weren't used to writing that. <laughs> like They hadn't, they hadn't uh, worked those muscles before. <laughs> 18 minutes of material? Uh, all right. Well, let's. Are you, are, you, are you good to jump into bios? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. Hi. This is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Okay. Okay, well, um, first I'll talk about Cat's voice actor. His name is Jim Cummings, and he has done a ton of voice work. 513 different voice credits oh boy. to his name. <laughs> uh, Let's start at number so- one. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the more notable ones include Transformers. DuckTales, Tiny Toons, 
and more recently, Gravity Falls. Hmm. Cool. So he's uh, still working to yeah. this day like crazy. Yeah. Um, the other interesting note of, in this episode is Peter Hannon, who was the balloon guy. One. Who? <laughs> we didn't talk about him at all, no, but he's really one of the funnier reoccurring yeah, I jokes. Figured we would, yeah, uh, get to him. Um, and he's voiced by uh, it's the creator of Cat Dog who voices him. Oh, so he <laughs> made a little cameo for the yeah. he saved the best, best yeah. part of the episode. Yeah, the best for himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can appreciate that. Uh, the episode is written by Stephen Banks, um, whose first credit on IMDb is a movie I've never seen, but it's called Fart the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the synopsis, uh, this I, I really wanted to stop and figure out what this was. So the synopsis for Fart the Movie is, Russell has two passions, watching television and farting. <laughs> he also loves Heather. Heather hates farting. The Eternal Triangle. <laughs> One day, she warns him, if they ever allow farting on television, you'll never leave the house. One evening, he goes to sleep in front of the TV, and it happens. Virtually everything on TV is fart-related, from sitcoms and commercials to newscasts and dramas. So, I couldn't (laughs) have imagined a more ridiculous uh, plot than that. (laughs) But but of course, this guy wrote Talking Turkey, so... (laughs) Uh, he also wrote 29 other episodes of Cat Dog, uh, 12 episodes of Jimmy Neutron, and 37 episodes of SpongeBob. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if you guys noticed this or if it happens in the show more often. I didn't even. I thought about writing it down, but decided not to. There's some moment where there's just a quick fart sound in the yeah, in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Wonder if for- it's a tribute. I, I forgot yeah. to. We forgot to talk about that. Um, Turkey Berg. Walt finally gets back to Turkey. Gets to what turns out to be real life Turkey. Yeah, it exists. Yeah, yeah. And that's when they have the fart. It's like, (laughs) oh yeah, he hugs his mother. I think. Yeah, he must have a thing for farting. Um, This episode was directed by a couple people. Um, Robert Porter was one. He's directed one episode of Harold. The episode called Cool Jerk. Uh, He did eleven cat dog episodes. Uh, He wrote seven Rocco's Modern Life episodes. Um, and most of his career, he has been a very uh, successful animation artist. So he's been in the animation department on things like Garfield and Friends, uh, Rocco, Shrek 2 and 3, Madagascar the Movie, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens, How to Train Your Dragon, and most recently, The Boss Baby. Mm. So he's, he's been around. The other guy who worked on it, his name is Russ Mooney. Uh, he directed 13 cat dogs and, like... Robert Porter. He also mostly works on animation departments, so he's been around for a very long time. Uh, Russ Mooney, he was he had an uncredited uh, he was uncredited in the animation department on Yellow Submarine in 1968. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, he also did a segment on a movie that I know you've seen, uh, Heavy Metal. Oh yeah. Uh, he did the sequence called Tarna. Mm, yeah, that's like the main one. And he's done 17 Chippendale Rescue Rangers, uh, Tailspin. He uh, worked on specifically on the Ren and Stimpy episode Space Madness. Ah. And uh, he did the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Felix the Cat, and animated 19 Cat Dogs. Wow. So he's been all over the place. Yeah. And the animation I like on Cat Dog. I mean, it's... I. I don't love the muted colors, mm-hmm. I guess, but I like the animation all right. Yeah. The it backgrounds d- are cool sometimes. 
it doesn't bother me, but it's kind of like what Alex said as far as it being on and not sticking with me. Yeah. It's just kind of passable. It underachieves almost everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, let's move on to uh, trivia. Okay. Um, well, let me uh, bring up Mr. Sunshine again. Mm-hmm. He's the <laughs> uh, turkey delivery man in this <laughs> yeah. episode. Um you might have picked up on this, but, uh, well, first of all, he's voiced by Billy West, who mm. does a lot of voices yeah. on this, but do you know who he's supposed to be, like, a cartoon version of, supposedly? Um, a famous person. Yeah, I I read it, um, <laughs> and now I can't. Oh, yeah, uh, ben, ben Stein. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, which is good. I, uh, Mr. Sunshine is... One of the, I think, the better reoccurring characters. Yeah. Very dry. One of the more interesting ones, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Randolph Grant also appears in this episode, another Billy West voice. Hmm. And did, do you know who he's supposed to No, be? no idea. Uh, Cary Grant. Oh, yeah. Old-time actor. And uh, finally, Walt's Louis Fourteenth and Hawaiian disguises appeared in a uh, cat dog Halloween episode, so just kind of a little callback. Yeah, I think it was. I think it may have been the one either that aired immediately before this or a couple before. It was called Cat Dogula. <laughs> <laughs> so they were the writers were really into Louis the Fourteenth, I guess. Um, the only thing I had here was that when Mister Sunshine shows up and says the check bounced. When he, when he tosses it, the check actually bounces away. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> nice little touch. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, do some stray observations. Yeah, I have a couple. Um, one was just the balloon guy. Uh, yeah. I think his first line cracked me up the most. Yeah. And I, the, Tell my wife I loved her. <laughs> he's disappearing into the sky. Yeah, so he's at the parade, and when the chaos starts breaking out, there's an axe. He's He has a balloon, and the axe kind of cuts the balloon, and he floats away with the balloon. Tell my wife I loved her! So he's floating away into the sky, <laughs> screaming, Tell my wife I loved her. And he appears a couple more times in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um... I didn't really love his other appearances that much. I, I mean, know. it was fine, yeah. but I if it was just like a one-off, just the idea of him disappearing yeah. and being gone, I would have His second it. appearance is during the football game, yeah. and there's a lot going on, so it almost felt, oh, they threw him right there. Yeah. And did you catch what that line was? No. You talked to my wife yet? <laughs> and then he bookends the episode, yeah. so the last thing you see in the episode is him floating away, and he's saying... What, there was one more occurrence that I caught, and I'm surprised oh. I didn't see that one. But it was uh, Walt breaks out of the house, I think, and goes running off. This is like right as right yeah. before Cat like realizes that he's being. A yeah, he chases him up a tree. Yeah, yeah. and it's literally from maybe one or two frames. He's just in, the balloons <laughs> in the background. <laughs> just... Yeah, it's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, also, Mean Bob. A recurring character on Cat Dog. It's like Cat Dog's or Dog superhero, like uh, idol. Mm. Um, he appears as a balloon in the parade. Yeah. Huh. Cool. You said Mean Bob. Yeah. I mean that's the one that he floats away on. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, oh, I, I actually I went back and mentioned. looked at it because oh. I was like, I know I saw it earlier and wondered if they mentioned <laughs> it in, in the broadcast or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of stray observations. I mean, one uh, that I thought was particularly like kind of funny but dark and weird was just the brutality of turkeys in this parade yeah like the i think one of the first ones that comes by is a turkey that's inside of an oven and there's oh. smoke billowing and it's yeah. screaming and yeah. stuff it's... I mean, and then they're you know a guillotine like i mean they're chopping pumpkins yeah. but that's supposedly you know sort of in preparation to cut walt's head off yeah it's it's a particularly brutal episode i mean it shows very little restraint right <laughs> Um, I mean, I, a big part that I was looking at was just Turkey Berg in general and what was going on in the background. Mm -hmm. um, most notably, I think, was one of the turkeys fishing off of a small dock, <laughs> which is a little odd just because the whole thing is about them not being eaten, <laughs> but they're attempting to eat something else, I would assume. Um, and I don't know if this is... Uh, I assume this is a reoccurring thing throughout the whole show but just all of the animals sweating. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's, it's obviously like an animation style to, like, yeah. show emotion or that they're, you know, kind of scared yeah. or whatever, but it was just <laughs> profusely sweating in this one because they're all <laughs> about to be eaten or, or they're drooling or something. Yeah. Um, and one other thing I noticed was that uh, Wilson is not in the episode so much. He's yeah. in, like, towards the oh. beginning. and then... Winslow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what I said Wilson, sorry. <laughs> Winslow, yeah. Um, Winslow's barely in the yeah. episode. I mean, he's in the beginning and, and at the very end. Um, but a lot of times he comes to their um, rescue, sort mm -hmm. of, in their weird situations. Um, and then I kind of went back and looked to see if Winslow was sitting at the table when they decided to eat cat dog, just because he's obviously like their friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he's not in the frame. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If, yeah. You know, it's sort of a weird angle, the last scene, but like, <laughs> but you don't see him there or his he, hands. He, he's not going to take partake in these shenanigans. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's too good of a guy. But he won't save them either. He, he may be oblivious to what's even happening. Maybe. Uh, okay, so I got I got a whole bunch. So did you happen to catch the things Dog is thankful for right at the start of the episode? He had a list going. Mm. Winslow, I, I think, was on there. Winslow was on there? I remember Garbage. Garbage is on there? <laughs> uh, that's Cat, maybe. Cat? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember They're friends? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Bones... Um, moldy meat, uh, Mervis, <laughs> and he doesn't say it, but he writes it on the list. Uh, fetch. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you notice what the wallpaper is in their home? <laughs> um. Oh, I think I. I want to say like uh, fish bones and maybe dog bones too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like a dead fish. Yeah. Dog bones. Uh, and then there's also paws all over the house, like paw prints. Um, did you happen to catch which company Mr. Sunshine works for when he arrives at the door? No. Uh, he works for the House of Meat and Poultry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when Cat, Cat 
asks Walt to get on the scale to to weigh him. Uh, did you happen to catch what Walt weighs? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, uh, I remember seeing it. I think it was 15. Wow, you're, yeah, very close. Four, 14 <laughs> oh, pounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I looked it up. Turkeys generally weigh anywhere between 11 and 24 pounds. So he's a lighter turkey, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cat seems very pleased with the, the weight <laughs> measurement. But uh, you mentioned uh, Turkeyburg and the fishing. A couple other things I saw happening in Turkeyburg were uh, there was a picnic between two turkeys. One turkey was riding a bike. Uh, one was being fanned by two Cupid-looking babies. Oh, I, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> um, um, a couple were frolicking, there were two that were hugging, uh, and then there were two that were riding in a swan boat on a river. Um, so very scenic. <laughs> and the whole background was all just giant um, vegetables, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. some grapes. Yeah. <laughs> cat dog when they dress up as Walt uh, did you happen to notice the items from the trash they use to make oh, themselves look man. like a turkey some kind of ball that they mm-hmm. use for the body but I don't know what it was well not for the body but for the head they use a basketball I did look over this a bit okay Okay. So <laughs> what do you got alright well there was definitely I think the body was a grill it was a grill that they managed to somehow get hair or fur or whatever over the top of yeah I don't know um there was a noticeable like tubing that was the neck yep um yeah so they had a grill they had tubing um they had a glove for like the top of the turkey head um (laughs) the beak was an ice cream cone um what do you call it the got the uh Gobbler, you... The gobbler, yeah, it was like a, re- was like a, a waddle. A waddle, thank you, yeah. Uh, it was a red scarf. The head was a basketball. Uh, the eyes were two buttons. Uh, so, resourceful. It all seemed represented in the picture when I saw the final yeah. thing that they turned it into. They did mention they took a class on making costumes out of garbage. Oh really? I guess I managed to do it. I guess I was so stupid, stupefied by what was happening that I I missed that line. Uh, All right, so then let's move on to ratings. Um, This has one of the lowest I've ever seen on of of the shows we've talked about so far. It has a 5.3 on IMDb, which is very low. Uh, And on TV.com, it has an 8.5 out of 10, but there's only five votes. Um, So, what? What? How many crep stars are you giving this thing? uh, For many of the reasons we discussed, Mm -hmm. lower. I gave it a lower score on the scale, a two out of five. Okay. I thought it was just really a mess with story-wise, uh, all over the place. It's like they had these like little threads of the story that they just barely brought back together. Yeah, like the peanut butter and jelly is a good example. <laughs> uh, um, the mayor kind of was another like he was in it for five seconds. The yeah. greaser dogs, all just like these very loose mm. story components that. They just barely tie together at the end. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I think this is the lowest score that I've had so far for any episode that we've done yet. Yeah, I think the only thing that might come close is 13th Floor. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I, actually, I actually, compared to, I think I enjoyed 13th Floor more. Oh, my this. gosh. <laughs> I, in my head, I was thinking about Thirteenth Floor is a masterpiece compared to this. I, I feel bad about the score I gave it, but uh, okay. Um, 
I would say 2.5. Hmm. Uh, there's something about just their... How scattered it was, and somehow they tied every little <laughs> bit together that it was just <laughs> at least worth an extra 0.5 to me. <laughs> I guess, like, especially comparing this to, like, a Pete and Pete episode, mm-hmm. where they... Re- so perfectly utilize every single little element. It's yeah. meticulous. This is like yeah. just nothing. a slop fest. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving it a point five essentially because it's so sloppy. You're surprised they were able to even <laughs> yeah, get yeah. to an end. At least they brought it all together. <laughs> yeah. This thing had an ending. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Um. No, I don't know. It was just kind of all over the place and. I don't even know. I guess yeah. they represented as many characters as they possibly could in like a <laughs> somehow extended episode. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, I watched this thing three times, as I've mentioned. Um, the first time I was utterly confused, didn't know what was happening, was uh, frustrated. And the second time I watched it, I was just kind of angry, but I was putting together what they were trying to accomplish. And the third time I totally got it. Well, I thought I did. I I didn't get the peanut butter and jelly thing, but, (laughs) um, and it just, I never enjoyed it. I never want to watch it again. Uh, and so for me, this is the lowest score on the show so far. It's a 0.5 Krebs stars. I will, no, 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 no. I I think that's only because... It could be zero. It could be zero. If 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 that pig if that if that pig doesn't walk out from behind that piano and if that guy is not floating on that balloon, there is nothing I'd ever want to see in this episode again. I anticipate like I guess I'm voting uh based on how I think it's gonna fall in the entire Nickelodeon show gamut. Yes, I agree with you. I think (laughs) We just sat right there in that forty percent. We uh, just talked about what a cluster I know, this I know, was I know. and 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 um and so you mentioned 13th floor or maybe i did i don't know but um <laughs> so if 13th floor was i think i gave it a 2.5 or a 2 i can't remember if that was there and that is probably realistically middle of the road to lower middle of the road television on nickelodeon this has this has to be at least a point or more lower um, I pro I think I gave that one two point five, so this is a good half a point lower. Okay. I think that's reasonable. I mean, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like mad. I guess that I was watching it. Um, I I just anticipate there to be a lot more Nickelodeon stuff that's under that two point range. What are you thinking? Like what? Um, like what? What comes to mind? First thing that, that came to mind is fifteen. Can't wait to get into one of those episodes. <laughs> I I legitimately can't wait. I'm so excited for 15. It can't come soon enough. <laughs> I think there's plenty of stuff though. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe some uh, game show episodes. But that's just, that's like a whole different. Realm. I know. I mean, I this know. this is meant to be a a seasonal. It doesn't make me feel good about Thanksgiving. I think it's mean spirited. I, I I have to admit for a. Uh, like holiday special, it was very yeah. low. Yeah, I mean one of the worst holiday specials. Yeah, I mean you got to at least give it a two point five to leave room <laughs> for the rest of Cat Dog. Oh, that's true. <laughs> this, do you, this might do you, be the best one. I don't know. Now, I, I admittedly haven't dug through Cat Dog very much, and you guys probably have seen more of it. 
based on a cat dog episode. Is this a good cat dog episode? A bad cat dog episode? Kind of in between. I think it was a real stretch on on the Thanksgiving theme. Mm. Like they just really couldn't come up with anything better. So they picked a few talking points related mm. and just yeah. had to come up with something. It certainly felt they thought they had to force every character in somehow, yeah. even if it didn't make any sense, which is a big mistake. I think yeah. it would have felt a lot better at a half episode length. Mm-hmm. Everything would have just... If it was just Walt and Cat Dog. Yeah. Dealing with that dilemma. Yeah. 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 Well, all right whatever yeah uh, I, I mean this one's available <laughs> if if people want to watch it you know it's out there uh, daily motion uh oh it's also like i think you can buy it oh okay. i think the whole cat dog series is oh. available yeah don't buy it it's on daily motion <laughs> you're missing like one you're missing a quarter of the frame but <laughs> you're um, really not missing anything one random other thing i re- i noticed that i suppose was a a joke from the uh mayor rabbit mm was just as they were driving back up to their house looking for still looking for Walt. Uh, he says, quack, 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 where's the turkey? <laughs> oh, that's right. He, ho- just... he hops out of the car and he's got... Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. He hops, <laughs> he hops out of the car and he has a lineup photo of him as if he's been arrested before. <laughs> and he shows them and, have you seen this guy? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. The heck? It's just all over the place. What the heck? <laughs> all right. And pretty much the entire purpose of that mayor being in the episode was for the moment where he th- kicked yeah. the football into Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. That's it. Anybody could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're going to call Kevin, uh, who you guys know Kevin. Uh, if this is your first episode, you don't, but otherwise you do. And uh, so we're going to get his thoughts on Talking Turkey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Great, I think. Well, pretty good. <laughs> We've just been lamenting, cat dog. <laughs> Great. Uh, Alex is here with us. Oh, wonderful. Hey, Alex. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. <laughs> so, so you you've you've watched cat dog um, talking turkey once, twice, three times. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say two and a half. So. I, wow. I an interesting evening here um or morning or whatever time we are um (laughs) (laughs) so i was watching it with my four-year-old daughter and she was not into it at all she she just thought it was horrible so we were um we were eating dinner and I ended up having to bargain with her that if she finished her dinner, I would turn off Cat Dog. <laughs> so uh, that, that was kind of how that went. Um, yeah, she she just she said this is not funny, and just absolutely hated it. Um, so yeah, after after that whole thing occurred, I, I watched it once myself, and um, <laughs> then watched it another time with something um, in the background. So um, yeah, it was quite an interesting episode um i don't i don't remember seeing that one when i was younger but it was all over the place yeah that that has been our sentiment as well (laughs) uh did you guys like it 
I think pretty much no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tolerated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, I found it tolerable, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Walter had a pretty bad day. Um, a lot of betrayal from pretty much everyone. Yeah. I, yeah, there... That that's one one problem with this particular episode of Cat Dog and a few others that I've seen is I have trouble because I so intensely dislike Cat. Um, he's not sympathetic in any way, and you know characters you feel bad for he continues to be mean to or. He's kind of like the Ren of Cat Dog. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. What yeah. else? What, what what else were you thinking on it? Well, you know, I know you guys dwell a whole lot on stray observations, so since, <laughs> since you guys outdo me, or outdo everyone pretty much every time, I, I didn't even bother um, noticing the fun little stuff. But I, I was thinking that, you know, you guys get so competitive with these stray observations that you guys should kind of turn it into a, a quiz or something and keep score and, you know, see who, who can stump who and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is part of the fun, and I think yeah. I, we're trying oh, to stump it, each other. Yeah, know? it's absolutely enjoyable. In this episode, that was the fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was not guess, much fun to be had. <laughs> yeah, not, not much else going on there. Um, did you guys already uh, give Krebstar ratings? We did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave it a 2. Wow. I, I gave it a 2.5, which... <laughs> Now seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and I gave it a point five. <laughs> I, I think that's that's where it is. Um, I'm actually I'm so used to Andrew dishing out those fives that I'm just kind of surprised to, to hear something else. I guess my yeah. votes tend to stri- tend to uh, go t- higher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Compared to Joe's. Yeah, I. So before before we called you, we were kind of just talking about with Kreb stars, because there's so much we haven't talked about. You know, that idea of maybe leaving wiggle room for the really bad stuff or the really good yeah. stuff. Uh, and for me, a two point five or a three, that's that's solid middle of the road. It's not even really maybe a necessarily bad episode. It's just totally yeah two point five. I felt like I, <laughs> I guess lie, I guess so far what I've revisited recently, you know, being on here before, some of those were just so good. Yeah. That my scale is up in the yeah. fours and that's true. Closer to five. That's true. And this is oh, seemed bottom of the barrel sense. for me. Makes sense that you guys are giving out a lot of fours and fives because you would probably review episodes that you you enjoy most first. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. I, I guess I would give it just a, a really solid one, Crip hmm. Star. Okay, reasonable. Um, yeah, uh, it's, w- it's pretty bad. W- <laughs> uh, were there either or? Were there things you really disliked in particular, or things you really liked, or I guess not really liked, but things that you thought were fine? Yeah, um, I, I thought like there was just so much going on at once, um, and I was yeah I wasn't paying full attention the entire time, but it was kind of like I, I lost what was going on. You know, yeah. I, I like I step away for a second and I come back and I have no idea what's <laughs> going on anymore. And that's that's really strange. Yeah, Walt is dressed up as Louis the <laughs> Fourteenth. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I liked is I really liked the idea of a peanut butter and jelly turkey uh, <laughs> because uh, yeah, turkey is like 
pretty bland and awful. Wow. So, um, ah, everybody's yeah, that's against. It's a, a nice way to spice it up. No, I'm 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 with you, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but these guys here, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> Only the dark meat. Oh yeah, Alex likes the dark meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, you like the peanut butter turkey, uh, anything else come to mind, good or bad? Um, I mean, just the show in general, I I really enjoyed the theme song, but this, uh, this episode, I can't really, uh, can't really put much thought into (laughs) it. Yeah, you, you ended up with the unenviable task of (laughs) being asked to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I, I rose to the occasion and put myself through it more than once uh if if little penny can't even find her way through it uh you know that's a bad sign that's a bad sign yeah yeah she was she was really hung up on why are the two dogs stuck together and um yeah I, i did explain to her that one was a cat and she she thought that made sense given you know the name being cat dog but really couldn't really get past that so yeah do you have a favorite thanksgiving food kevin if you don't like turkey um I, you know i guess all, all the sides uh some corn corn casserole mm. um any kind of casserole really uh, ham is great Wow. Yeah, anything with like flavor that isn't dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know, we we hadn't talked about this, um, but we're talking cat dog. We we haven't even talked about this yet. Uh, are you a cat or a dog person, Kevin? Um, well, you know, I, I've always owned cats my my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I don't know. I I'm actually gonna put myself in the neither column. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I think I find dogs more appealing as far as an interaction as interaction goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and cats are just like more of a chore to take care of. <laughs> oh really? What? I always I always saw it the other way. Well, well I mean, well, well, well the more, chore part, yeah, the chore yeah. part. Well, yeah. Well, and see, I've never had a dog, so I don't you know I don't think much about. Um, what goes into taking care of a dog but you know i guess when i do think of dogs i think wow that's more work than having a kid because like i don't i don't have to come home from work at lunch to let my kid out (laughs) all right all right Uh, although i I do pay someone to do that so (laughs) uh andrew alex cat dogs cat yeah Yeah. you've always had you've always had a cat yeah yeah uh we, yeah, I mean, definitely cat, okay. cat side of things. Okay. Yeah. yeah so just, I, I think cats are more tolerable. They're more, uh, more, more my, my less personality. in your face all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Got to give them some mutual respect, or they'll <laughs> retaliate occasionally. <laughs> I mean, I lived with a cat for two years uh, in college, and I always felt used. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel it was actually a very reciprocal relationship. <laughs> Uh, but I am now a pr- proud dog owner, uh, the the greatest wiener dog in the land, and uh, he's just the best. Okay. <laughs> I think I think cat dog I think cat dog represents it accurately that dogs are loving and a little more kind, and cats can be a real. Except the dog, pain. the dog's always causing all the problems, and you know the dog is the reason why cats always irritated. On the show, I'm talking about. Yeah, not on this episode. Not on this episode, but yeah. in a lot of them. Okay. 
I hope you so took the opportunity to... What puts to... me in the, the neither column um, in real life is that you know, after I had kids, my cats got really jealous and upset <laughs> that they weren't getting all the attention that they used to. And they most definitely retaliated. So <laughs> that kind of, kind of made me um, not too excited about yeah. it. I hope you took the opportunity with Halloween to make your wiener dog into a cat dog. <laughs> the perfect dog yeah, for it. Be great. Um, no, uh, eh, he wasn't anything this year. <laughs> he was he was BB-8 last year, uh, <laughs> and it looked real stupid because a wiener dog shape is just <laughs> not great for a circle. <laughs> um, but uh, he's a good boy. Uh, all right. Well, we've talked talking turkey yeah. we've talked eating turkey we've talked cats versus dogs pretty good call kevin <laughs> yeah i uh, i agree uh anything before we go um yeah i i think i mentioned this on twitter earlier in the week i just uh, you know i was listening to the last week's episode and i i really liked um andrew's close call of commander keen for video games ah, i thought that was pretty awesome nice i wasn't uh, sure that <laughs> anyone would enjoy that one yeah no i uh, i played the heck out of those commander keaton games they were great yeah awesome cool. um and then of course um you know i took exception to candace's uh, not liking beauty and the beast i thought that was pretty <laughs> wild <laughs> uh you really you really love beauty and the beast i it, i i do it's, it's one of my favorites and it's the story that i like most Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But also, it's it has such a good moral for kids. I mean, it's you know, stop being a jerk. Is it's, that? It's a good thing to teach your kids. Huh. Is that the moral? Well, I mean, <laughs> those are the cliff notes. The abridged. <laughs> okay. I just I don't know. I totally am on board with people should be nice to each other and kind, but it seems like pretty. Uh, a lot of work to wait around for something you don't even know is human to turn into one. Yeah, those were, uh, those were some pretty steep consequences. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess I, did, I just didn't read that much into it. I, I really enjoyed the movie, and I enjoyed uh, the, the new one with Emma Watson even more, so... Huh. Wow. Big Beauty and the Beast fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never I knew so. that. Yeah. Well, very, very good. Uh, yeah. Well, so thanks for thanks again for calling. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't, always a pleasure. Have a have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Same to you guys. Thanks. All right. Bye. Well, that was Kevin. Sure was. Once again, mm-hmm. always great to hear from him. Yeah. Great to hear some uh, Thanksgiving uh, thoughts. I guess. Any yeah. any particular <laughs> thoughts come to mind about Thanksgiving? Um, it's, it's all right. <laughs> any, like any, like, it, Thanksgiving like... memories, or... Um, as of late, it's just a lot of me being extra full and <laughs> just want to lay down. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, I look forward to that part. Uh, I think it might have the best, like, reasoning kind of behind it. For I mean, a holiday. Yeah. Yeah, it's not re- not necessarily religious yeah. if, you, if you're beyond the pilgrim thing and uh, <laughs> and it's but an idea like just to take just a day yeah, yeah. 
please people. Yeah, and, the, ga- uh, the gathering enjoy. of the yeah, the gathering of your family or friends or whoever yeah. you're with feels more genuine because you're the yeah. the sentiment is giving things for those people. Yeah, perhaps and just everything you know. Great, great. Yeah, know, yeah, solid. I can get behind it. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, okay, well, we have a boatload of emails, uh, and we're we're just gonna kind of work through them here. Give give a give some of our thoughts. Um, so. Andrew, you want to kick us off? Well, once again, um, we're hearing from Celeste this week. One of our favorites. Yeah. She's great at uh, commenting on every episode pretty much. Really yeah. nice of her. Um, and referring to our uh, Doug versus Rugrats Halloween episode, mm-hmm. she says, Out of all of your Halloween-themed episodes, this was definitely my favorite. Not only did you cover two of my favorite Nicktoons of all time, but believe it or not, these episodes were the first episodes I ever saw of Doug and Rugrats. Back on Saturday evening of October 30th, 1993. So that's interesting. Yeah. Remember that moment, that great moment. Well, two really cool episodes to kind of witness both shows first. Yeah, Yeah. and very, like, surreal ones to kind of get started with. Um, she also says uh, she was immediately hooked to both shows when she saw them for the first time, and both shows did an excellent job of sticking to the theme of Halloween, but also doing it in a way relevant to the age groups of the main characters on the show. Hmm. And, yeah, I agree with that. Um, she says, when you're a toddler and a small child, the things you must look forward to at Halloween are dressing up in costumes and getting candy at trick-or-treat. I don't remember Halloween from when I was one or even two, but I did have an older brother, and I do remember very much of the time as a small child, always being jealous of my brother getting to do the things I couldn't do yet because he was older. Yeah. In the case with of Rugrats, while Angelica is Tommy's cousin, she sort of plays that same older sibling role yeah. because she's older and able to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think both shows do a great job of kind of... the. We, we discussed this on that episode a little bit. Doug is more the later adolescent version of Halloween. Uh, Rugrats being the kind of wanting to understand what it was all about. Yeah. yeah. Um, Celeste goes on to say, Seeing these episodes and how well they were done made me want to check out more episodes of Doug and Rugrats in the future. And to this day, they're still some of my favorite shows of all time. Very cool. Very nice of Celeste. Thank yeah. you, Celeste. Yeah, thank you. So what do we got next, Alex? Uh, this is from Ethan. He says, here's my list for perfect Nickelodeon family. Uh-huh. Best friend, Michael Stein from Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> wow! <laughs> not, on my, not on my radar at all. <laughs> right. um, brother, Doug Funny. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sister, Alex Mack. Mm, okay. Dad, Stu Pickles. Sure. Of course. <laughs> uh, mom, Joyce Wrigley. Yeah. And pet Melville the bug from Rugrats. And he he goes on to say, I lost my pet cat and dog in recent years and would want something that requires a little less emotional commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm afraid I don't remember Melville. I believe he's like a little like potato bug. Um, Yeah. Something like that. Um, That Chucky carries around and nurtures. Yeah, it was a very kind of emotional episode. (laughs) Okay. All right. 
Well, thanks, Ethan. Yeah, that's great. Um, we heard from Scott, who wrote it, uh, who wrote to us about his favorite Are You Afraid of the Darks, mm-hmm. um, his top three. So uh, number three, he said, was the tale of train magic. Uh, stories of ghosts, ghost trains can be quite creepy if done right. This episode seemed to hit the nail on the head when it comes to executing a good story of a ghost train. That's one I only vaguely remember. Same. I guess I would need to go back and really yeah. watch it. Um, number two, The Tale of the Shiny Red Bicycle. Mm-hmm. Love a story where it pulls you one way thinking it's for revenge, then goes the yeah. other route. Yeah. Yeah. And then his number one, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark of All Time, is The Tale of the Water Demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of had a feel like the movie The Fog. Yeah. Um, which I could yeah. see. Yeah. I like that one. It was a good one. Uh, so thank you, Scott. Yeah. Uh, we also heard from Justin. He sent us all of his picks on a lot of different stuff, so I'll just go through some of these here. Um, his 1991 movies. Mm. Number three was Boys in the Hood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we forgot that one. That one was yeah. good. Uh, number two is Terminator 2. Okay. Yeah. And number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. No doubt in 1991, that was the one I was ramped up oh, about. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rubbed up about, for sure. Um, he, he also sent us his albums. Number three was Pennywise, self-titled. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Ribbed by NoFX. And number one, Nevermind by Nirvana, mm-hmm. of course. Um, he also sent us his uh, television shows. Okay. Number three is Darkwing Duck. Number two, Step by Step. And number one, Erie, Indiana. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's just so good. If, you, if you're like into Stranger Things right now, and you've never seen Erie, Indiana, just stop what you're doing. <laughs> go back and go, go back and get it right. Uh, a couple of his favorite events are the Super Nintendo. Mm. What a great system, he says. Yeah. Um, and WWE, or at the time, what was WWF? Yeah. Um, and the Undertaker defeated Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't particularly don't rec- recall that. Yeah, but if Jim was here, he'd, he he'd could, be all about he could, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, his video games, number five, Turtles. Cool. For, uh, Turtles in Time, yeah. excuse me. Uh, number four, The Simpsons Arcade Game. Okay. Another great Good one. one. Mm-hmm. Number three, Tecmo Super Bowl. Nah. Number two, WWF WrestleFest. Hmm, I don't remember that one. It was an arcade game. Oh. Uh, and number one, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Oh, yeah, we didn't even bring that one up. Um, and finally, his uh, Nickelodeon, favorite Nickelodeon debuts from that year. Number three, Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Number two, Doug. Mm-hmm. And number one, Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Um, oh, and his favorite episode is Zeke the Plumber. Right in sync and with me. Right in sync. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Justin, for yeah. writing to us. And we have a little bit more from him. Justin's a swell guy, so we're, we're going to give him a little bit of time here. He also wrote a, uh, he, he wrote to us about um, scariest Are You Afraid of the Dark can- mm. character. So he said, I can't say enough how thankful I am for this podcast. I love the way you guys dissect uh, episodes of my favorite shows, but uh, here are my scariest. Are you for the darks? So number five uh, characters. Uh, number five, Ghastly Grinner. Um, this was probably the most out of the ordinary episode in the series. To me, it felt closer to an episode of Eerie Indiana than Are You for the Dark. The effects by the villain were gross and disturbing, more so than scary. 
Uh, number four, Nosferatu. I considered not including this on my list since it's not an original character, but the idea of a monster leaving the movie is scary. Also, Nosferatu looked creepy in the uh, uh, the episode. Yeah. Um, the Vampire from The Tale of the Night Shift. Um, the setting of a hospital at night uh, is sets a really creepy tone. This had some cool elements, as you discussed, with scares that pop up at you. Having the female nurse turn into the vampire uh, and look scary was, uh, he says, effective. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two, number two, the pool monster from the tale of Dead Man's Float. As discussed, when invisible, the monster added a suspense to add to the terror. The monster was grotesque, which was a cool visual element. Totally. And then number one, the ghost in the mirror from the tale of the lonely ghost. <sighs> This is the only episode that ever actually scared me. Haunted haunted house and ghost stories are the only thing that really unsettle me. The environment of the creepy house, writing on the wall, look and silence of the ghost added to my terror. Something about horror related to mirrors has always bothered me, along with creepy dead kids. <laughs> this episode made me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, his close calls... Um, his close calls were the water demons from the water demons. Uh, you're most vulnerable while you're sleeping, and that's what this episode kind of does. The monster strikes. Old man Corcoran, uh, hide and seek in the graveyard with a scary looking old man <laughs> lurking in the night. Um, any of those stand out to you, Alex? Any any like scary characters from Are You Afraid of the Dark that really stand out to you? Um, really the uh, the the pool one yeah. really got me. Just our grandparents had a pool and you know you're just dead man's float yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just uh would get you every once in a while <laughs> what's down there yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a few other comments he had. He said, I'm pretty sure that in the episode of the tale of Dead Man's Float, the pool monster does leave the pool. So we talked about this, mm. whether he left the pool or not. Um, he says he does leave the pool as they're in the locker room. The monster emerges from the shower drain, and they lure him back to the pool to kill him with the chemicals. Yeah. A good call. He mm. also said the episode with the ghost from World War II is called The Tale of the Room for Rent. Uh, Melissa had brought that up, but we couldn't yeah. pin down what episode. <laughs> uh, and he says, I love the episode, uh, The Tale of the Dark Music, but didn't put it on my list because I'm not sure about calling the closet a character. Definitely lumping all of the scary characters that come from the closet into one could could be my number two scariest character, if so. Mm. Um, and I, I will defend the fact that the closet, <laughs> all those characters are part of the closet. So, um, No, thank you, Justin. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Um, we also heard from Bob. Uh, he says, hello again, blowholes. <laughs> uh, he uh, gave us his dream snick lineup. Mm. So for the 8 o'clock slot, we have The Secret World of Alex Mack. Good start. Nice. 8.30 is Clarissa Explains It All. He's with me so far. 9 o'clock is The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh. And 9.30, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Celeste. <laughs> he does have some close calls on here. Uh, number one is Roundhouse, which he says, wow, I'm like the only person that liked the show. <laughs> it's it's good to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Keenan and Kel, mm. All That, Rugrats, and finally, Rocco's Modern Life. Mm. Very eclectic mix of shows there. Yeah. And he says, thank you for doing the show and keep up the great work. Oh, oh. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Uh, we heard from our buddy Vince. 
uh, he he uh, also was commenting on the scariest characters from Are You Afraid of the Dark. So he says, "Hey, Gut Buckets, for the next podcast, uh, this is what comes to mind comes to mind for scariest characters. Uh, so the Hospital Vampire mm-hmm. from Tale of Night Shift, yeah. Pool Ghost from Dead Man's Float, <laughs> Ghastly Grinner from Ghastly Grinner, Water Demons from uh, Tale of the Water Demons." And Nazrak from Tale of the Magician's Assistant. Ah, we, uh, <laughs> we did touch upon that for a moment. He was a close call for you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a great character. Oh. Very creepy. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I think the makeup was good, but I don't, he just didn't, he didn't do it for me. Uh, honorable mentions Nosferatu, Zebo from Tale of uh, Laughing in the Dark. I didn't include him just because there was interpretations of him. Yeah. So I never felt like he was just one single thing. Yeah. But I guess that can be scary too. And he was like not on screen a lot of the time, you know. Yeah. Like his. Yeah. Because I was really... just his presence somewhere out there. And... Yeah. The thing that pops out of the door that didn't really scare me now, so yeah. I don't really consider it Zebo. I mean, I know it is, but it isn't. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the shaman and his manaha. Ah, the manaha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, who was whoever wrote to us about Manaha being a funny word was dead on. Uh, the Canadians saying Manaha. Uh, um, and then anything else? Um, we also hear from Corey. It says, "Hey guys, still loving the podcast. Uh, my top three Halloween movies are Hocus Pocus." Mm. Well, uh, hold on one second. <laughs> Hocus Pocus seems to be a big deal nowadays, right? Like yeah. all month it's on TV. Yeah, and something happened. They just announced uh, like a remake for of it oh. for TV oh, though, my. and not involving the people that were in the original. Yeah. And what's really interesting about that is uh, the people from the original seem to be interested in doing coming back. So I'm just like, what? What's the? <laughs> when did Hocus Pocus become good? <laughs> I just. You never liked it? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, I, I remember seeing it when it came out in the theater. It was just like a... It was a good, just like a magical-type kid Halloween thing. Yeah. I always liked it. I mean, I always liked it when... I remember it more on TV than anything, but I remember just recently hearing, I think, that it just like bombed in the box office, mm. but then became sort of like mm. a cult classic type of yeah, thing later people on. people seem really into it. Yeah. It's got that... That '90s like uh, advent kids adventure feel, yeah. which I like. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so that was number one. Uh, number two is the Great Pumpkin King, or P- the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number three is Halloween Town. Mm. Do you guys remember that? No. That was a Disney made-for-TV movie. Uh, it was kind. Of, I think it was like mid. It was a little late for us, I think, mm, maybe. Okay. But I never I, really got into it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen I remember parts it. of it and stuff, but... I think I was a little old for what it was at the time when it finally mm. came out, but... Gotcha. Um, he also says, uh, I also started playing through the video game's costume quest 1 and 2 every year, and this year I watched all the Home Improvement Halloween episodes. <laughs> and, oh boy. And we'll switch to a different sitcom next. Uh, keep, up, keep up the great work. Well, I, I, I appreciate the idea of, you know, kind of just marathoning yeah. certain show Halloween. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, <laughs> a top one for you? Um, I mean, I know it's kind of recent, but I always love the Office Halloween episodes. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I love The Office. I, I do. It's, uh, it's anytime, any day. I liked it a lot when mm-hmm. it was on, but it seems like unrewatchable to me. I couldn't imagine <laughs> not rewatching it. Right. <laughs> um, that's just the first one that comes to mind. What, what else? Because maybe you'd spark For it. For me, I'd say it'd be Roseanne. No. The best <laughs> Halloween episodes. <laughs> Boom. Uh, that's it. Sitcom <laughs> Halloweens, it's Roseanne. Oh boy. <laughs> Are we talking just sitcoms? Um, no, not necessarily. You know, any um, TV show. Because I mean, Treehouse of Horror. Oh, yeah. all the way. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you can watch it for a day and a half because there's 20 seasons <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That's yeah, true. I think they're at like 25 or 26. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Um, well, we've we've done it. We've talked about a cat dog. So Maybe just... we'll revisit it again uh, in the future, a shorter episode. Possibly yeah, a better shorter. episode. Whatever. <laughs> only if, hope. if there is. Uh, I, I mentally am going to have to prepare myself for these uh, wild thornberries and rocket power. And... Oh, wild thornberries is pretty good. <laughs> I like rocket power. But, well, that's good. You know, that's good. I know, so uh, yeah, I, I'm... You know. That's good that we all, uh, one of us likes all the shows that the others don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything yeah. totally... That everybody hates completely? Yeah, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. You mentioned 15, which yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I adore. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but next week we are talking about an epi- uh, a show we've never talked about. I mean, we, it's come up, but yeah, we're doing yeah. its first episode review. Brand new. Uh, we're going to be talking about Keenan and Kel, and it's uh, called Turkey Day. <laughs> kind of a, you know. Okay. Like, that's what I expect a Thanksgiving episode to be called. So. Yeah, they're, they're not putting a ton of energy into but these I, titles. I anticipate it being a little bit better than this week's. Uh, yeah. Fair. And we will have an all-new guest on that episode. Uh, so I think you guys will really enjoy them. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, and we, we love chatting with you guys. Uh, Twitter has expanded its limit to 280. Uh, Is that today? Yeah, I mean, this last week, not yeah. Airs, but <laughs> yeah, this over this last week they've expanded to 280, and it seems like. Uh, Get ready for people's opinions. <laughs> um, so yeah, we talk on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we always uh, we always post it a day prior uh, to kind of show you what what's coming. Uh, so we like Instagram. We're on Facebook. We've we've officially passed the thirty mark on Facebook. Uh, so so thank you guys for doing that. If you haven't checked out Facebook, Chris's nineteen ninety one playlist is posted, and it is all sorts of rocking. Nice. Um, and, and you can listen to us on Podbean and you can listen to us on iTunes and a shout out to our newest reviewer on iTunes Jim James uh, so thank you Jim James for that uh, five star review I assume that's Jim James from My Morning Jacket uh, <laughs> I think that's a safe bet yeah <laughs> um, but uh, Alex Thanks for celebrating the Thanksgiving season with us. Yes. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't be on a better episode. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's still fun to watch some of the, see how bad things can be sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, we'll see you next time.